Hi, everybody. Welcome to Laser Time. Okay. I'm, I'm Christopher Antista. <laughs> Henry Gilbert. Yeah. Dave Rudden. Uh, Brett Elston. Brett Elston. Uh, we all did see um, X-Men Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. That, yeah, and we went to the past to see it. Right. It was the past now when we saw it. And, and this episode will be the, up in the future. Yeah. So we're like the X-Men right now. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. I call Iceman. Who <laughs> <laughs> so I think... Did we get to see... He got to do an ice slide, which was pretty cool to see. Had, movie he didn't ice do that slide. in the third movie, right? <laughs> he got ice skin in the third movie, but he did not make an ice slide, as far as I can recall. I want to be Portal Girl. Chell? Blink. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she Blink, is basically Chell. I have, I have no hair. context of Blink. But we all dug it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it occurred to me that once again, Brian Singer has done a reboot in the form of a sequel. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he kind of. Superman has, yeah. Returns. Is a reboot, but it all hinged upon previously laid ground from Richard Donner's Superman. And he used the same song. The same song. He used Marlon Brando. Huh. And it's weird. It was that he, well, really, the animated corpse of Marlon Brando, <laughs> not Marlon Brando. Oh, spit take! Last in my beer. This did yeah. happen. Oh, Henry, you are the oh. living end. Oh, oh goodness. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> but it, we, we can all agree it was a good. Because yeah. that's not spoiling anything to say, right? It's. Uh, well, I mean, there's time travel and stuff. But. It's a it's a reboot. It plays mm-hmm. off of every movie in the franchise, yeah, but it kind of undoes a, a, some it, of it. it. Is more, that okay to say without spoiling yeah. anything? You know it's a time travel story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's get off that. Yeah. yeah. But it, I wanted to talk about reboots that don't suck. Mm-hmm. Because, and it's, I didn't want to, sadly I didn't want to bring up games because like, I that, think. It, they're the easiest things to reboot. Yes, and as discerning, as discerning nerds. A lot of reboot movies suck. I believe we just had a hate pack of Godzilla and <laughs> Planet of the Apes. A uh, reboot game, by all, for all intents and purposes, should be awesome. You have mm. new technology, you have an existing IP, you should yeah. be better. So you're, you're not going to hear of a lot of good games. Almost every game reboot should be good. Mm-hmm. What's a bad yeah, game Yeah, it's more... Uh, well, the classic example would be ba- Bomberman. There you go. Zero. Zero. Bad yeah. reboot. That is like the definitive example of a terrible way to reboot something. Mm-hmm. That's for Bomberman's hero. Um, but, hold on. My wife died here! <laughs> Something killed my wife! Boy. And I have a right to know! I deserve answers! I was... And I never learned to read! <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, that should have had the Oscar clip subtitles. So... Yeah, I think that those words written on a page would just look kind of lame. Yes. But, but Cranston, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He put so much meaning into all this, like, oh, you totally feel like this is a grieving he man. Took, he who took one of those crazy. deep cartoon acting breaths. <laughs> <sighs> well, I wish more I wish more human actors in the in Godzilla had had that kind of energy mm-hmm. and that kind of pathos to him. But, the, but I, do we bring Godzilla up in a context of a reboot that doesn't suck? We don't have to talk about it too long, but people were sort of disappointed. We did a whole Godzilla Legacy episode and never talked about the new one. Yeah, well, and we didn't talk about it on the Cape Crisis, where we often do movie reviews. Which I but, dug it. Uh, if you've read a review, every one of its flaws are there. You don't mm-hmm, care about yeah. the human beings at all. Um, Past uh, Cranston. And even him, I don't care much about. I, well, maybe I was... Giving him, uh, there was some affection just transferred over from Breaking Bad. And well, Ken Watanabe and David Stratham end up as the actual main characters of the movie and don't say or do much of anything. Well, no, Kickass is the main character, kind of, but he's barely in the movie. You forget he's everywhere. Yeah, but you forget he's there. There's moments like, wait, what the fuck? Why is he here again? 
How did he get to everywhere Godzilla is? Because he had the perfect job to get yeah. him to every place yeah. he needed to be. That was why he had... He was the... I, I said this right after we saw it, that the script did... They had the script of the scenes where Godzilla would be, mm-hmm. and then they thought, well, what kind of person would have the type of job and situation and background that would make him be everywhere? Yeah. Except for Las Vegas. He was not in Las Vegas. But he even is. just joining up with the other military, like, wouldn't they have to look <laughs> that stuff up first? You can't just say, I'm, I'm Army. Let me go with you guys. Yeah, it's we, an emergency, man. They don't have time for background I'm pretty checks. sure. I would, I would bet that the Army has, like, a protocols for when if say you're in iraq and there's a guy on vacation or something in iraq and he says hey guess what i'm military let me help you guys you guys want to i see you have an they... ied right there i could help you with that want to make yeah. one army super group is there any paperwork involved <laughs> um, well and also to put them near a nuclear bomb like well i, I guess we're I only transporting a nuclear bomb on US i don't soil. want to nitpick this there's so many things the movie <laughs> did so well yeah that a, another director would not have done I want to hear Brett say something. Say I, something I, else. I, I have not. Heard I like much what you said out of the opinion. theater. <laughs> what did I say? Something about the, even the things that are wrong with it are pretty consistent with every Godzilla movie yeah, ever I made. Mean, a big dead zone <laughs> in the middle. People you don't care about. Uh, I think maybe the only difference is. Well, I mean, the whole family thing had no reason to exist. Mm-hmm. Like the family, why? That doesn't add anything to the story. Well, like, wait for me to come back. So that you can evacuate, it's like shut up. You just, remember the compliment? Tell, like, tell your wife to evacuate now. What? <laughs> why? Why are you waiting? You called on a cell phone over the ocean mm-hmm. to be like, "Hey, uh, just making sure you're okay. Dad's dead. I'll, I'll, I'll explain when I get there." It's like, how about? I mean, we all leave the city God- right now. I'll explain later. Go to fucking Montana. Like, we know Godzilla will be there in twelve hours. Yeah, but like, just wait for me. I'll, I'll be there just soon. that whole that whole storyline of a family is absolutely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about. Oh, but there's a kid. No one cared. No one and cares. She just kind of hangs around, and that was only so like the kid could be on the Golden Gate Bridge when Godzilla is near it. Like, yeah, I did like that Godzilla inadvertently saved children in the bus though yeah that was that <laughs> it was, was and like a japanese boy in short pants was there which uh, was like you can't have a, yeah. a godzilla film without that i'm sorry all of you have heard me say this over and over again but i did we talked about gareth edwards being the perfect person to direct a movie because judging from the movie monsters which is a movie about the effect on human beings mm-hmm. in a monster torn society the monsters are never on screen until the very 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 yeah. end mm-hmm. and we said we got because he's clearly thought the most about the human Mm-hmm. Human, the human yeah. element of the destruction than any other person in the universe so why shouldn't he direct a Godzilla movie and I did enjoy it wasn't first person like Cloverfield but every shot of the monsters up until like the very very end takes mm-hmm. place from either ground level human's eye perspective or through like an office building window or through mm-hmm. a windshield uh, it, I liked how much he... You didn't. don't get to see the monster's face until they're lying on those tracks and it goes underneath him. That's like, the only close-up you get on the face. Well, the Mudo, but you get a really close-up of uh, Godzilla and, and Honolulu. But do. I just like how much he denied people stuff. Mm. Like, in, in films today, it's all about, like, fan service yeah. stuff. Like, Avengers, which I love, has so many fan service moments just of, like, in your face, like, fucking see this! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in this one... They hold back Godzilla so much, even when you finally get the full-on shot of Godzilla in Honolulu, like, then it cuts, and they let you know there's a fight happening, but you don't get to see it. You don't get to see it. Like, you're denied it. The characters are watching it more than you are. Not yet. And you just got to see all this aftermath, which, once they finally... 
I'm sorry. Once we'll, I can't, finally, we just had a shitload of Godzilla roars. They're gone. I'm just saying, once they finally throw down, like mm-hmm. that, then it does matter. Like if you, would, but if you had seen those kind of fights for like 30 minutes in the film. It might not have felt as special right. when the big fight happened. I can, and Godzilla still did all these Godzilla-y things. Like, he was still Earth's protector. And I also, I love when Godzilla wins. When yeah. he beats somebody, he celebrates. He's like, yeah, rawr, I did it, me! Really like the uh, rock bottom people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you, uh, you're the one who needs to decide here, Elson. Did it suck? No, it didn't suck. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of... Hit, of Godzilla is just a big animal that's mm-hmm. here to prey on things, which well, the, which then he didn't eat them as he predator, which they kept billing him what as. what I thought he, it was going to happen. He it's was like he didn't eat them, them, he just fought them, and it's like, why is he fighting them? Oh, he's a predator. No, he's not, because he didn't actually yeah. consume or feed on those monsters at all, he just mm-hmm. beat the shit out of them. And when he's just a big animal, mm-hmm. an ancient... Well, he is just a savior. Of then it's like, like what? It is, then like, it's just like there is no. He's not apex predator, yeah, because he didn't eat them. There's a message that they started with about like, oh Hiroshima, don't do it because my grandfather, <laughs> and here's the coin from his thing, and then oh here's a tsunami. Remember that, and 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 the power plant, and mm-hmm. remember all that stuff. Like, well, that has nothing to do with Godzilla because he's just an old dinosaur. He's like, a mythological those, beast. You, you awakened with your human hubris. No, well, barely. Like no. they were like, oh, we might have dug too deep or something. So I'm hoping, and it's see- like then he's the Balrog now. Like it doesn't. He's just a big monster, and it's like I don't like when he's just a big lizard. I'm hoping in the sequel that uh, Watanabe will be back, and all the other I people. I thought gone. I heard before Gareth Edwards was signed on to the new Star Wars, penned by Gary Whitta. Um, that part- he was. He's like, if, yeah. If I make another one, you're not going to see any more of the monsters. <laughs> well, um, you mean no more monsters than you saw this yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. He's like, well, in the next one, could you just no, no? It wasn't. I would think just for like just for escalation purposes, yeah. you got to show at least ten well, percent sure more he'll, he'll Godzilla. Proportionally, so, show more, but he will not say he will not come in like the video game sequel. We heard all your right. complaints about the last one. We <laughs> right. addressed them just. Yeah. He said, no, I will not be. Yeah. Kowtowing. Well, you won't be seeing that till probably 2018. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because he is still, he is going to direct the Godzilla sequel, but part of his deal is that he gets to direct one more movie, mm-hmm. but he gets to direct a movie in between the Godzillas, and it turns out that is the Star, Star Wars, Wars spinoff. The Star Wars spinoff. I recommended, maybe you can tell me this is a classic Godzilla fan, the, I understand he tried to show the human element the whole time, yeah. but I didn't care any time Kick-Ass or um, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen were on screen. Yeah, that's the whole family angle has no bearing but on anything. But the human angle in a Godzilla movie... They will just throw a random military guy in yeah. to suffer in some way, or, or like ra- scientists, and then the yeah. scientist's daughter. Like they're not the... they're not stars or the main cast members, but they he, they do show th- things affecting people directly for one Pankers sequence. Area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was another. When I read the reviews, like what? they didn't even show like the military discussing things. And like, if you review this movie without watching Godzilla ninety eight, yeah. the last thing I wanted was Godzilla as an enemy. And intermilitary quarrels. Because mm-hmm. that's all that movie is when Mayor it comes down Ebert. to it. Mayor Ebert. Fuck's sake. I have a little Ebert for later on. <laughs> I do, I, we I should was, talk about other reboots. Though. Speaking of Ebert, I can boot... This, it's what Eberts I got. Eberts and reboots? Uh, that sounds funny. Eberts and reboots. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a, good, a great kids novel. Um, a reboot in the terms of monster movies that I did like. And you saw it, Elston. Uh, the Gamera Guardian of the Universe. Not Galaxy, as I had it written down. Right. Yeah, the, the 90s ones. Yeah, they rebooted... Camera, uh, saver of children. <laughs> but the they, they, they very much... He he was very clearly the savior of the universe. Well, yeah, I mean, he was like... He he was a little more 
specifically Savior of Earth than like 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 Brett des- described Godzilla as, as in that previous episode. The Godzilla is just like your asshole. Like mm-hmm. he's your bully who will protect you from other bullies, but he's still a dick. Like, or he'll he'll still just smash buildings and not care, but he'll kill the more malicious monster. He's the he's the more awesome of the two evils. Yeah, but while meanwhile Gamera, like even in his first film, like Friend of specifically children. saves children. Like will <laughs> yeah. not let a child die. Uh, well, he he started out at well Godzilla the first movie mentioned that in the last episode was not a kids product it was just a major mainstream movie who eventually came tailored to children whereas Gamera I think had that luxury of like we're just going to make a monster movie for children mm-hmm. that's who this is for and the, the, the next one wasn't I, what, there wasn't that element in Guardian of the Universe was there that's just the trilogy right uh, no I watched I, it uh, I watched yeah. it 10 years ago me I have too no idea. I mean there is a there are a couple kids in it but you adults are the main characters and it's a very like real world of it i yeah. i remember watching the on... video transfer i watched was horrible but like the idea of like i got the blu-rays on do you yeah. the, the the miniature effects on that scale there they on, were like, amazing especially yeah. at the time like they were seen as a class above the godzilla films that were coming out. or actually i think the, the first gamma one came out before the maybe it was right when the millennia series of godzilla started back up but they were seen as superior Godzilla. Like the miniature work on it was incredible. Like the Tokyo Dome when they destroy the Tokyo Dome in the in the first one is great, and and it is just a lot more serious mm. style. And, well, and Gamera looks action. realer, but God, Gamera still has fire. Is spins around like a firework yes. and flies through and the so air. I didn't. I like I my memory of the movie is so vague. I didn't bother capturing a clip of it. What I looked into in that year, like maybe ninety seven. Uh huh. Does it predate the Godzilla? Remake? It does. Re- yeah, I. It at least was coming out when there were no Godzilla movies. I think it filled filled the Godzilla void. One, in, I was I was shocked to see Siskel and Ebert review it. Oh, I was yeah. shocked Siskel was still alive to do it because I just feel like he's been dead he for like eighty years. He was close to dead. Well, he uh, clearly wasn't dead when the Godzilla movie came out. And I just the reboot. I like the pull quote from Ebert, and I sort of hate jeans. Hate Gene Siskel for recognizing a portion of myself. I'm not going to claim that Gamera, the Guardian of the Universe, is a good movie. The plot is funky, the dialogue is mechanical, the characters are inane, and I still don't understand why a giant turtle apparently has two jet engines embedded in its behind. But, and this is a big but, I enjoyed this movie precisely because of those qualities. It stirred up enormous nostalgia within me for the kind of good-hearted, goofy, preposterous tradition these Japanese monster movies come out of. I'm glad I saw it. I enjoyed it. And so, I have to give a thumbs up. Well, I uh, think that all of the criticisms you leveled against it are absolutely accurate. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so what I would do is get one of the good ones, get one of the Godzilla pictures, and rent that and put that on, Mm -hmm. and then you could recommend that, because that will be more entertaining than this. I I hate the the ballist recommendation, like, just watch something old and tested. You don't have to be embarrassed by trying (laughs) Yeah. Making an effort to try something new. Well, if a if a monster is mutated enough to be like thousands of times its actual size, then how can like what's so strange about a, a turtle that's evolved to the <laughs> to the fact that it's yeah. got two rockets? Where where's the cutoff? Yeah, <laughs> like that. I mean, where's the cutoff? Does anybody else? Can anybody else name a reboot that doesn't suck? Hmm. What I have listed here are movie and television. I didn't uh, collect a lot of my head ahead of time. Well, there was I the Charlie's Angels, Angels movies. Yeah, well, I, would you say they don't suck? Those didn't I, suck. I don't remember. I don't remember. 
I remember the first one being kind of entertaining. I never saw the second yeah, one. Yeah, well, now when you can watch it, you can just love thinking about how much Lucy Liu hated Bill Murray on the set. Oh, and really? Yeah, you didn't read that? Like, oh, wait, she, he said something she racist hated or something. Shit about, from what I remember reading was that he said... He pointed camera, he like pointed camera to his, and Drew Barrymore is like, "Look, I know why you're here. I know why you're here, Ooh. but Lucy Liu, you have no business being on the set. Like Ooh. you're terrible. Like, and I don't know. It's one of those uncomfortable moments where you hear things about Bill Murray maybe having some issues with women, and it, it, you don't want these things to be true about no. about somebody as cool as Bill Murray. He's America's uncle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> must hear that. But uh, yeah, it, that movie wasn't bad. Crispin Glover was really good in it. Oh, I just, and, I, yeah. I, and also Sam Rockwell doing his dance, doing the splits. I, I see, you could never say that movie's good because they ha- they good. show two kids playing two player in Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> um, no, but it, more more like, if I do love it, there it's in the it falls within a guilty pleasure category. Mm-hmm. I just haven't I don't care about it. Uh, what about Tom Green? We used to it's dread great. every single reboot that came out, and it's becoming the case where well now they don't. They, there's a, been a pretty good ratio lately. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was just used to feeling for. For about 15 years, like, oh, they're going to make a movie out of this thing. I like, well, it will be awful, but it'll just be different, varying degrees of awful. I, well, and, just, I, I, most of the stuff I have is are examples of good reboots. Yeah. Um, would, I can only think of one good comic which reboot. The Batman or Batman or, or Begins. begins. Yep. Did we, Master Bruce? And why do we fall, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. Yeah, uh, there was almost a verbatim line from that in X Men: Days of Future Past. What was it again? Oh yeah, just because somebody stumbles <laughs> does, does not mean Morgan Freeman can't be in a Marvel movie. That was Patrick Stewart. But every o- every other comic reboot, to some degree, has been like a shade of its former self. I have, a, mm-hmm. I have an example of a, that. Just Batman well, it Begins an improvement, though. but it also like in every film since Batman Begins has kind of copied its like its origin layout. Yes. Like, well, one thing I wonder is. Whenever I think about Batman Begins, I wonder if it's a better movie than The Dark Knight. No. No, it isn't. Um, I've watched both of them lots and lots of times, and I can just tell you no. It makes me think about the nature of reboots, because one of the reasons why The Dark Knight is awesome, because it doesn't bother with pretense of establishing to people like us who fucking Batman is. Yeah. I just we remember just him falling, the movie. falling into a pit with bats, and it's like, oh, is that what did it now? Okay, well, I like, uh, dude, the, the, the Le- uh, League of Chaos, what? The League of, League of Shadows, Assassins, the Ra's al Ghul stuff, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I really do yeah. enjoy that stuff. Well, what I liked about Begins is that it seemed like they had a, a laundry list mm-hmm. of the... Who makes a list of laundry, by the way? That's not, <laughs> it, should be, it should be a grocery list. <laughs> These are my comedic observations oh, hey. today. But, uh, How do you use that in your app? I will use that soon. Right. Why isn't it Ovaltine, Henry? All right, but anyway, it's, a, lo- it's not a-, <laughs> it is a long list... Of, of every question people would have about, well, why in the real world would Batman do this? Why wouldn't he be a cop? Why wouldn't he just give money to the cops? Why did he want to dress like a bat? How could he even buy all this stuff? Why did he even have a bat cave? Like, he, they would just say things of like, well, so why don't you just become a cop? He's like, they need a symbol. Well, why do you need a bat cave? Well, he already had this cave and <laughs> had all these tracks laid out, so he may as well use it. Well, why don't you do this? Like, well, I mean, you know. I already learned how to be an assassin from this dude. Well, I sort of propose there's a handful of superheroes now. Maybe the X-Men, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. Never reboot it again. Mm-hmm. Just make another movie in the series as if we already know what's happening. I think they're afraid <laughs> to have a different actor. I, well, the, like, and, and, that's why they have to sign them to like almost lifetime one of the contracts. I wanted to praise as a reboot that didn't really bother with any of that. Uh, mm-hmm. 
It's recent. Anybody want to guess what it is? Recent reboot. Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Jason, you must have There was. This block operates under the same rules as the rest of the city. Dread. Mama is not the law. Oh. I am the law. The more I think about Dread, the more I love it. It's a great movie. I need to see that movie. It's it is fantastic. It's very much a ripoff of the Raid. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story, the story, and the premise stand on its own. Don't need Dread at all. They don't establish who he is. Who's the guy who plays him? Carl Urban. He oh. never he never removes the helmet no. for that moment. He never gets rid of that grimace the whole time. It's great. Meh. It's a great movie. It's so much fun. It's no, the it, most '90s thing made since 1999. <laughs> yeah, like. It's, it's retro a, in a '90s way. Yeah, it feels like this movie was made in like '97, and so no you're one a fan saw of it too. Like, yeah. So like, what? Like, it's on the theater. Can you briefly sum up the plot of it. Just there's so a I, giant building with terrorists in it, and Judge with, Dredd goes inside of it and kills everyone. Yeah, from like the top floor <laughs> to the bottom. Yeah, like starts at the kills them. Yeah. Oh, so it's like the opposite of Die Hard. He's going sort down of, yeah. instead of up. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> yes, headed up by Cersei Lannister. No, he's um, going up, I think. He's going up. It's a building yeah. in the projects that has been taken over by basically low-level organized crime, mm-hmm. and the cops don't want to bother to touch it and judge. Dredd is very quickly established as someone no one wants to work with. But Dredd never takes his mask off in yeah. the comics, which yeah. was like... I think five minutes into Stallone's <laughs> film, he takes it off and pretty much never puts it back on. And also, isn't even Dredd for that long. He's like... He's a judge for the start of the film. They're like, "Yeah, we're taking your judge powers from you. You're just a dude in prison now." Like, because they should have called him Prisoner Dread, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I ever have this ready? Anyway, yeah, it's Dread, a- Dread is great. I think it's still on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. It's super good. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you, are they talking about making another one? I think, I think they were so. like, "We want to, but there's no way." And Money. just watch Almost Human since he's the star he's, of that that's show. Canceled. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's canceled. Oof. And he, right. he can be Bones again. He's Bones, yeah, right? He's Bones. I, wish he just, I, wish I see. I watched the whole movie and did not know that was the same guy. That's why I was so impressed with his yeah. performance. I wish they just make a Netflix original series of Star Trek instead of making this way for another goddamn movie, especially one written by that nine eleven truther. Have you guys seen this? What? The, that look, do the research. I'm not going to explain. Or sure, one of the co-writers of the book Orch. is, uh, or one of the co-writers of those scripts, and also the Amazing Spider-Man film scripts is also kind of a shithead. Really? Yep. No, I did not know that. Orky or with the other name, Orky or the uh, Jewish guy. I think it's the one who's directing the Here, third one. Here's uh, one of the screenwriters is directing the third Star Trek. Here's a reboot I think doesn't suck, but I'm glad uh, two of you are here for because I know you both have weird stances on it. So I wonder if you can guess what this is. There are those who believe that life here began out there far across the universe with tribes of humans who may have been the forefathers of the Battlestar? Is totally Battlestar. Or the Daltecs. Or the Mayans. Some believe that there may yet be brothers of man who even now fight to survive somewhere beyond the heavens. (laughs) I tried to blend it in properly. Probably isn't working. Battlestar Galactica. Does that suck? It start it starts great and then I my opinion was it like it keeps like ricocheting between like we've completely lost the point of the show mm-hmm. and then it and then it gets really interesting again like by the end of season 2 I'm like this show's stupid 
but then season three starts with like a very different status quo. Yeah, very huge and, flash forward. And then it's like, oh, okay, all right, this is I'm, I, I'm in again. But then the last episode is one of the worst last episodes of any TV show I've ever seen. So Dexter many, is worse. Though. <laughs> there's so many things about the last episode I do like, but there's a lot of things I hate. There's a like I don't know where all the magic came from. It, in yeah, the last just, season. The whole the whole last season is just like I. Mm, Whenever you were making such a profound statement on the cyclical nature of humanity and our technological innovation, and then you brought in magic. Yeah, there's too many answers that are like I had a vision that works like once. You can't (laughs) keep keep like faith will get us there in deep space. Like I, I don't know. I just really lost interest, but I finished it, and then that last episode was dumb. You made it through. You trudged through. I I think I quit like in the second or third season when it was it wasn't delivering on the one thing i wanted it to do like the one mm-hmm. like the one cool thing that i thought it was doing was oh there's what six cylons or mm-hmm. oh, i forget the number there's like 12 and they're like uh the, the end of the first season they reveal that it's one of the people on mm-hmm. the Battlestar galactica and then like the next like two or three are like random guest stars like dean stockwell and what's her face from uh xena and it's just and i know that yeah later on they have they cooler. change it up but it's not very satisfying to it, realize these people who you were very invested in are now Evil. By nature, traitors. They're, they're yeah. not evil. That's that's the oh, yeah, cool the thing about the show. They they have to understand their own nature. Yeah. I thought I was a human helping everyone out the entire time. Now I'm told I'm the yeah. enemy. Interesting. They're like uh, the assassins at the end of Naked Gun. They don't know it <laughs> un- until uh, their head starts beeping, and then Reggie Jackson tries to kill yeah. the queen. Naked yeah. Gun. Uh, Is also- that what happened to O.J. Simpson? Oh yeah. yeah. Naked I must Gun kill also a reboot. My way. A bit of a reboot. Yeah, Reboot more of a sequel, more of a film sequel. They replaced Norberg with O.J. Simpson. Well, okay, That's but they still kept they still kept George, uh, George Kennedy, Kennedy and yeah. uh, Kennedy. But a lot of people left. Yeah. Jimmy the Shoeshine <laughs> Boy, Kennedy, <laughs> or Anderson, so, uh, as he's known now. Look, I liked Battlestar, but I do think a lot of it was tied up in that weird George W. Bush post nine eleven Guantanamo. Mm-hmm. Nobody has any rights kind of thing, which is a feeling that's now like very deep. It's very. I think the things I thought were powerful and you're either with us or against us attitudes are mm-hmm. something that I don't fear anymore. So well, the, now it's the, like watching a Vietnam War film. Yeah, you're like like uh, oh, Coming Home. That was the name of it. That Jesus, was. I've I had, seen that. I had, I had read this whole book about like seventies cinema and how and what what and this guy. Loved coming home. Was talking about how it was one of the most important films he had ever seen, and like a masterpiece of Hal Ashby. And then when I saw it, I was like, "This is the root of every Vietnam War film cliche." It's the veteran in a wheelchair who's like, "I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the world. <laughs> the war let me down. They Why couldn't America be? I yeah. came home hoping to be a hero." And then Bruce Dern is just like this, also PTSD suffering dude who kills himself at the end of the movie, and uh, and all, and also like, uh, if I may continue to describe coming home, mm-hmm. uh, Jane Fonda gets like eaten out like a pro by uh, by uh, <laughs> John Voight. Like, God. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> I just remember that from this. This <laughs> film is not yet rated because they talk about how in this film is not yet rated. They made uh, in Boys Don't Cry. They made them cut out a scene of like <laughs> a woman receiving, seemingly enjoying oral pleasure too much, and they're like, "Why do you want us to cut this? You don't even see anything. You just oh, see her like <laughs> experiencing it." That's and I then they t- the- and then Maria Bell's like, "Look back at coming home. Like this lengthy scene of John yeah. Boyd like orally." Doing Van- that, Jane Fonda like it's keep going. I did not want to yeah. bring it up at all. I watched Robert Altman's Brewster McLeod last night. And there's a, <laughs> there's a female masturbation scene, 
And that I remember I saw uh, this movie is not yet right in the theater. And yes, the, one of the theses of it is that like women receiving pleasure during sex, not simultaneously with the man, is always X-rated territory. Hmm. That seems just too obscene. Yeah, like, like a man yeah. can get a blowjob on screen. You obviously don't show the dick, but you can show the face and the reaction and the positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a man can masturbate on uh, like Ace Ventura 2 is the first like PG movie I've ever seen make like a really hardcore jack off joke yeah and I was like sh- yeah. I was shocked by it because I was at that point I was still embarrassed by my own masturbation and couldn't say I actually admit to doing <laughs> now it now you're super proud of now it now I don't care like now I'm gonna I, guys I gotta leave for five minutes I love that <laughs> film that they cut between in they, they show like the sex scene that was cut from Boys Don't Cry mm-hmm. and then they cut to the ridiculous sex scene from Scary Movie 1 where yeah. like the guy a gusher of cum sticks a woman yeah. to the ceiling. And they're yeah. like, yeah, that's cool. And that's the, the scene in Brewster McCloud is a woman masturbating, but she has to be under a blanket. In an, and it's just, it's comical because you have to ask whether she's masturbating because you have no idea because it's still at that point. that See, the movie, this film is not just rated. It's great. Is she masturbating or is she having a really intense Dutch, Dude, you, Dutch it, oven? It is actually... <laughs> <laughs> Dave, that's gets a good reaction from the crowd. Who's going to reboot Brewster's... Um, uh, dude, it's one of the weirdest worst best things I've ever seen glad I watched it but like director given free reign to do whatever he wants it's he made like, a lot of shit well, not it's not shit, shit it's like... not shit it's just it's hilarious the the metaphor of bird shit it, look I, there was it's one just... person on twitter who could guess what the movie I was watching was it's we'll see you can only get it through the Warner Archive collection you know we didn't bring up a lot of television okay and um, I'm having trouble I really before am we go into break I was curious if you could bring up any television reboot we brought up Battlestar I had one more movie wait, wait it, for, we, uh, I'm challenging you to think of a television show okay uh, well the next generation uh, no well, does that it's count in the same it's a reboot though alright fine and uh, two, no, no that's also not nope, same universe the weirdest one <sighs> I looked at and I don't have any sounds because I kind of hate it Scooby Doo Oh yeah, they has come. eleven incarnations. Uh, he has a WWE movie. It has a WWE movie. It's been rebooted eleven times. But like every season, it's just every a new season. Reboot. It's kind of a yeah. different thing. <clears throat> this season, we're going to add a Don Knotts and a laugh track. Yeah, I like when it became like uh, the Sunny and Share show. Mm-hmm. Well, with literally Sunny and Share on an episode, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was just uh, those were great to just watch on Cartoon Network to see all the very seventies guest stars on it. Sally Duncan, Don Knotts. <laughs> I, I was looking it up. I'd never heard of this. The new Odd Couple. For some reason, I've been on a Jack Lemon kick. The Watch the Odd, Odd Couple. Couple. New Odd Couple lasted one season. Titular roles of Felix Unger and Oscar the Grouch are played uh, by Ron Glass, Shepard Book of Firefly. What? And Lamont from Sanford and Son. It is a what? Is it is a blee boot? I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. that. Was wrong. Oh, I know a cartoon reboot. What's a cartoon uh, reboot? Ninja Turtles. Is that that's exactly what I wanted to ask? Is that good? I didn't watch the previous reboot, but the, the Nickelodeon ones all right. That's I've what watched I watched like a couple episodes. episodes. Yeah. I watched no. one and I'm like, oh, I'd like to see this from the beginning. Nickelodeon presents me with no option in the universe outside of playing like yeah. the whole thing. I don't know. No, it's, always, it's at always least like, the seasons worth. It's like that. Yeah, I just see the thumbnail and I'm like, I'm not. No, if, if you look at it again, it's like Agents of Shield. It's like a five episode mm. block in the middle of the season. Just stay, yeah, but stay up to date with you it. You know the Ninja Turtles origin story. I'm not watching Nickelodeon. I, like, Ow! <laughs> the few episodes I've watched, it's literally like it's like the WWE Network where like uh, I want to watch something that's cool. I want to watch an episode that has like one of five. 
different, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, allies or enemies of the Ninja Turtles that I really liked. Like, oh, Racking's in this one? Actually, Racking hasn't been on yet, but, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the last one. Slash? Yeah, like, Slash or, yeah, uh, Mondo Gecko or, like, whoever. Just who's cool and what episode are they in and is that on Hulu? Mm-hmm. I'll watch that one. But there's not much of a continuity then? It's the... Th- you know it. Like, well, it, also, it, April's it, not, like, a useless victim the whole time yeah, now, yeah. right? And she's voiced by Egg. I mean, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> Her? 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 All right, uh, we're gonna... Hawaii Five-O. You son of a bitch. Ah. Cutting that. You never heard it because that's what's bringing this <laughs> break, and I don't want to talk about it at all. But we are laser time. We are going to break with... Uh, we'll be back with more reboots that don't suck. Wait a second. Don't turn away just yet. I'm going to plug something a little different this week. Uh, This week we're kicking off Laser Time's Block Party. (laughs) Ah, yes. I am super excited about Mario Kart 8. I cannot wait to play it online and stream it on the Laser Time Twitch channel. So in honor of that, I figured why not have a whole week of stupid, stupid fucking kart games that aren't Mario Kart. You know, the shitty ones we don't really want to remember not as crowded as genre anymore, but it damn sure used to be, and I'm pulling up all my favorite idiotic favorites. But what makes this special is you guys get to vote on what I play. Um, I might have some special guests, maybe some prizes here and there, but you guys are the ones who are going to pick exactly what I stream every day this week leading up to the May 30th launch of Mario Kart, which I really hope every one of you with a Wii U, please fucking join up. I don't know how the lobby system is going to work, but I cannot wait to play that shit. I'm probably going to do it like an all-day marathon on Friday. But either way, check out LaserTimePodcast.com this week for the block party. We're also launching a new uh, video feature this week, some dumb thing I made up. Uh, Fans of LaserTime and TDAR may get a kick out of uh, making fun of old game commercials, but let's put your nostalgic knowledge to the test. And I tried to make a game out of a YouTube video, uh, and it's called Guess the Game Commercial. You'll have to guess what the game commercial is using only an out of using only a hyper cheesy ultra red '80s '90s screenshot, uh, and you click on the video and you see the awesome commercial and a thirty like a short sizzle of the game in question uh, made by us. I don't know. I wanted to, I, I had the stupid idea. I had all these on my hard drive. Let me know what you think. It's all up there at uh, youtubecom network. Laser Time Network on YouTube. Subscribe to us, yo. Uh, and also listen to Vigigame Apocalypse this week. Uh, of course, Cape Crisis. There might be a new VG Empire. I don't know. Uh, but Dave Rudden has been doing awesome things with the Cheap Popcast, his wrestling show. The uh, mini episodes that are going up, you do not have to know anything about wrestling. Um, all you have to do is have some knowledge of movies that came out in the 80s and 90s and listen to a trivia contest based on wrestlers doing live read of copy for USA movies they never read before. I don't want to spoil it. Just go check out Cheap Popcast. we got a bunch of other stuff going up for you. But I really wanted to thank you guys for making the Laser Time Hate Pack commentaries a success. Uh, your generosity is humbling. I am serious. I know there's a couple of you out there who, who have not found a way to get your uh, Hate Pack commentaries. I invite you to message me on Twitter and Facebook. and find Just search for me. It's easy to find. Uh, Cantiste on Twitter, Antiste on Facebook, I believe. Uh, and I will do my best to help you get your... You will, you will get your commentaries. It's just, the uh, you oddballs who couldn't access it, it's a little harder for both of us. But I'm get, we want to make sure you get your um, get your commentaries. And if you want more commentaries, there are premium commentaries available on our Bandcamp, lasertime.bandcamp.com. Back to the show. Bye.
week on Cape Crisis. One of the things I'm really thankful for is that Twitter didn't exist when I was a sullen, mopey, hormonal teenager. Because the amount of shit Jaden Smith gets over his mm. tweets and the reaction... No, well, they, no, yeah, he should shut his fucking mouth. Bullshit. He's a kid on Twitter. And he, the fact no, that, no, he's like no kid. He is the richest kid on Earth, the most that. pampered child that ever <laughs> existed. You are a space alien. You're not a kid. You you don't and you're trying to get with like wiseness to us of like hey, if you eat an apple a day the doctor goes right? I I like, hope I fucking hate that I shit. hope you feel justified in dragging a teenager oh fuck into him spotlight. he's nobody I don't think him being a billionaire excuses your behavior towards a child that's Kate Price's the comic book podcast you must listen to every Thursday or Friday. Players of Time, second segment. Right, coming in with Hawaii Five-O by The Ventures, the theme song to a <laughs> show that has since been rebooted since 2010, and I know not one thing about it, except that it has Jin from Lost. Yeah, he what just didn't want to move away from Hawaii. Yeah, he didn't move out of Hawaii. <laughs> it's all set there. What um, about Scott Kahn? I, what about Scott Kahn? I didn't I need mean, a smaller James Kahn. That is a show I watched on an airplane, and that's the one where I was like so bored on a flight like to New York, when where, I, where look, I'm like... I'm going to count how long each shot is, mm. and I watched, like, a whole episode, and no shot was over three seconds. Because I would, like, one, one, one. So it is modern? Two, three, well, one. Well, it's a CBS drama, one, so. It one, be... two, <laughs> one. Like, it's just constantly. Maintain attention. Maintain attention. <laughs> yeah, it's set in the modern day. Uh, yeah, well, I, it's, I think when I, just when I looked at it, I'm like, that's why we hate reboots, because, like, you're still kind of rebooting stuff from my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think I have any investment in this show? Well, this shows you how old you're getting because they are rebooting things for you now. Yeah, that's like, definitely like Jim and the Holograms. Specifically rebooting it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's getting a movie. Isn't like Juliet Lewis cast in it somewhere? I, I don't think as it's long as we can get an Inhumanoids so. movie out of that, I'll be okay. Uh, the Centurion has to come first, dude. <laughs> Jim was on Netflix, and we watched the first episode again. And I was like, "This is not bad." Really? No, no. Like when I watched it as a kid, I liked it, but like that fucking opening is great. Yeah. All that, rotoscope, fits, songs are all that rotoscoped Truly animation. Insane. And it was, no like, co-created by a woman. Like, the first episode and uh, was written by, and it was... Uh, it's not a bad show no. compared to, like, say, Glowworms or the Snorks. Even He-Man, I can't go back and... Oh He-Man. man, He Man! He-Man is, He-Man is hot trash, mm-hmm. and most of the Transformers is terrible. Well, that's oh. what. I, what yeah. about the Transformers show? They, it's a bad card. Was it ever rebooted? Or Beast did it Wars just, was it, kind of a reboot. Is an extension Be- of the franchise? Yeah. So uh, I own all of Beast Wars, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember. Beast Wars is more like an alternate universe. It's like time. It's like an alternate, completely alternate everything, and then because Optimus Primal is not Optimus Prime. Well, that's what people. that's what I don't remember is because it gets towards the end before it becomes Beast Machines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a very clear like no Megatron is 
like here's his old body as the gun. Yeah. Here's Unicron. Here's oh, the spark. What? Like they really started what? tying it together. Yeah, because one season and now I don't know. I can't remember if it's actually like it's the same universe just so far out in the future. One season finale hinged on Megatron finding the ship that they were all asleep on for sixty million years. And then him killing and him destroying Optimus Prime's body before he can reboot. Something like that. Yeah. But so yeah. it was pretty much like it was pretty much reboot. And it was made by the animators of Reboot. So oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. you guys heard about the Transformers reboot uh, where they're all pickup artists? I don't Their don't leader their leader is Negatron. Oh I get it. I get, I get, it. It. I get it. I didn't even know there was like an online shorthand for pickup artist to PUA. PUA yeah. I only found out about this recently through tragic events in the media. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. It was for some reason I thought a PUA was when uh, your your stomach goes <laughs> I, over your, yeah, <laughs> yeah, your that's private. A, that's a fupa. Yeah. Or, or a bunt. <laughs> it's just I only learn about I only learn these new acronyms from uh, from sad things. Yes, yeah. MRA SJW. Well, that's why you're LTTP. MRA is what uh, <laughs> military people eat. Yeah. <laughs> um. So God, where the fuck reboot? Oh, you know what I want to ask you, Dave? Uh-huh. I was looking this up. Maybe you have an answer. There was some talk that the WWE was rebooted in 1984. In terms of certain story continuity, I mean, and as far they, as I could look into it, like that Black Saturday shit occurred. Mm-hmm. Then the WWE officially got big and started hammering down like storylines, or at least cherry picking from the past and keeping one continuity. Did that? Do you think that ever happened? No, there. I mean, they 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 they, they uh, track titles back they to like the sixties. That yeah, that went back to the sixties. And yeah, like, I just I couldn't I couldn't corroborate it. <clears> anymore. But then when Ric Flair dies, Miles Morales becomes yes. Ric Flair. Yes. <laughs> well, they make I mean they made it very clear of like no Bernard San Martino was the previous champion and like yeah. there was more of a hot swap like mm-hmm. in eighty five they just went like we have Hulk Hogan now. Yeah. Bob Backlund was just kind of keeping the title warm until somebody cool could show up, mm-hmm. and then Bob Backlund loses, and they just pass it to Hulk, and Backlund's gone. I, yeah, couldn't, I watched I couldn't. some match in like, in like a five-hour WWE Network haze on Friday, <laughs> uh, where I just didn't turn it off, and I think I've I think I watched Superstars Main Event NXT <laughs> and some documentary. Uh, but there was some match of Kurt Hennig and like was it back when it was someone it was like a rivalry of like yeah, it was oh, probably in the nineties. But yes, and they're bloody as shit. Yeah, like that. Ugh. Anyway, but they they had like <clears throat> they've had soft reboots every now and then, like of them basically Vince coming on screen and yeah. and looking at the camera and saying like, well, I know it's big one for the, the, the year big. is nineteen eighty four. Well, one of the ones that's seen is the start of the Attitude Era. A moment is him coming on screen going like. To be honest, we don't think you we you want your intelligence insulted anymore. We're going to be telling stories in shades of gray. Yeah. Like he's he's talking in his <laughs> more for your proof. Uh, but also then like We're going to have the drama of Melrose Place and yeah. the humor of South Park. Him being and Did then all that? some along those lines. Well, and then on him also uh, like being revealed to be the owner, the real owner of the company, like yeah. That worked as a reboot of sorts to reset the time. And then same with, like, when they explicitly said, we are going PG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you could see it as a reboot when he said, like, I, we are never talking about Chris Benoit ever again beyond mm-hmm. my statements at yeah. the start of this show. And now they're just going to go back to entertaining you. Like, the closest thing I can think of, uh, like, a wrestling company doing a reboot is in WCW, 
when uh, Vince Russo and um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. what's his face Eric, Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. they became co-head bookers and their first act was to strip everybody of their titles and wow. they, they they like just got on the microphone like every storyline restarts right now yeah like, everything's dead that yeah, happened last the, week this is the new 52 yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they established like instead of yeah, there being like these individual rivalries it was the new blood versus the millionaires club millionaires club was like the old guard of WCW except yeah. they were the good guys and they that well they became the, the good guys because they were the old, those were the guys that put themselves over for years and years and years and they were the ones that that fans knew meanwhile the new blood is like they're they're people who are good at wrestling like Billy Kidman and but Jeff Jarrett but it's like they never really they never really got I pushes, mean, they, so why would you believe yeah. in them now? Well, and they don't, and also like the likes of Shane Douglas do not have the star power of Sting. Like, yeah. he just all right. doesn't. All right, all right. All right. Wrestling, wrestling has been rebooted. We got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but even then, it's like they, you can't. They, they couldn't ever like say like, well, Ric Flair mm-hmm. is no longer. He ne- he was never the leader of the Four Horsemen. Now he's a gladiator or <laughs> some like. You, you, they didn't reboot it to that extent. They still talked about their old like grudges and stuff. Um, fine. You're gonna. T- I'm gonna take a personal moment. One of my favorite reboots. It doesn't suck. So I did like the show. Um, Dragnet. Ah. Dragnet. Well, wait a minute. No. Oh wait. Yeah. Are you form. talking about Ackroyd? Ackroyd no. was the right. No. It, it, Dragnet has a fucking fascinating history. Jack Webb mm-hmm. is like the guy who stars as Sergeant Friday. He wrote the series. He produced mm-hmm. it. He's a really weird guy. Like we, we remember it. the parodies of Dragnet of people just the facts, man. Like people speaking very plainly, and he like mm-hmm. made it a point to like, no, it's not a procedural. It's supposed to be real, and people are going to speak like boring ass. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Dragcast broadcast in, broadcasted a total of seven hundred and sixty-two episodes. Wow! From like nineteen, from like nineteen, well, it was one of the earliest TV shows. From like the nineteen fifties to the nineteen nineties. Uh, on and off again. On yes, and off yeah. again. Uh, uh, through, but it started on radio. And then mm-hmm. simultaneously on radio, they brought back most of the same cast to be in the show as they were also doing a radio show. When they filmed the black and white TV show, they mm-hmm. they did it. It. I, I, I remember watching a, a special on television like filming and that mm-hmm. Dragnet was pioneering in that they, like, you got to have just a close-up shot of this guy's head, yes. close-up yeah. shot of this guy's head. Because people's televisions are seven inches big, and that's all they can see. <laughs> and, and then and they're sitting four hundred feet away from it. And then in in and then in the sixties, like Jack Webb being the well, straight laced, he he got he, he got bored, mm-hmm. and the the show was a rating success, and just said, "Nah, I'm not doing it." Uh, and then that was what 1959. He stopped making the television show, and then in '67, it's like. Why not do it again? Let's just Why do not? it again. And he did it. And he did it but again. But he didn't. But then, then those are the best episodes, I think, because they got rerun the most because they're in color. Well, they're in color, but they also are like postmodern funny mm-hmm. because Jack Webb thought he was making one statement, but then when you watch it, you're like, this is the opposite of this thing. <laughs> like the way you're making yeah. fun of hippies is actually getting to their point. Like. Yeah. That he the big the episode I remember watching that they made a big event of it on Nick at Night when Nick at Night Just was like we got Dragnet <laughs> it, yeah I remember that I want people who don't care about Dragnet to, to consider that did you know Dra- Dragnet had a Gene Roddenberry 
it had one guy mm-hmm. who had the the world in his head, and he was also the star. That's it fucking Jack crazy. Webb. And the Jack Webb was like professionally boring. Like he yeah. loved being the most boring well, square got, guy. He would get hammered on the set pretty. Quickly. That's what uh, yeah I heard Dana Gould talk about that. But but anyway, yeah, the, the second show got brought back for for another three or four seasons. But it was the little boy boy blue episode where it was just well, like all this drug using. Why it was like every parent's nightmare about drugs. But they and so like the crazy hippies were like tricking innocent young girls into taking drugs and then at the end of the movie or the end of the episode like uh, Boy Blue kills himself on his own drugs and he over ODs and the Jack Webb's like he overdees so, he overdees <laughs> and, doses. And, uh, and then Jack Webb kind of just looks at him looks over his corpse smugly like that's the those are the sins of that's the wages of sin or whatever it was a great he wouldn't have said something that florid he but. didn't think it was too good uh, he, he then started producing a spinoff Adam 12 got bored with the show decided in at its ratings peak, eh, mm-hmm. fuck it. And the show came back again and again, made three movies. Including the parody movie. Uh, well, yeah. I do, do, I, do we even have to play that? I was going to close out with it. Maybe we'll have All right. The rap song? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, then you get into things like the Brady Bunch movie, the Josie <laughs> and the Pussycats movie. Like, huh. I love the Josie and the Pussycats movie. People look down on that, but it was a good movie. I heard it was pretty, it, it was pretty condemning of well, the modern music industry. Oh, yeah, totally. Of It is also... Like the I, most I, 1999 film ever made. Mm-hmm. I think it might have come out in 2000, but like it is crystallized pre 9 11. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> but it's all about like massive consumerism, right. and and part of their message of massive consumerism is that it is product placement out the ass. Mm-hmm. Like it is everywhere, and including Dreamcast ads. Like there's a lot Sweet. of Dreamcast ads. So I I tried to take a picture of it, but I wasn't afraid I would be attacked. Walking up the street uh, to my house. I looked in a window and just sitting in a window as like a, a window stop to like keep the window open because it's mm-hmm. been so hot was a fucking Dreamcast. Oh, and I wanted to take a picture because I'm like, I can rule Imager right now. As, yeah. As, as, like, uh, as like the like the ultimate yeah. fail picture or like so, some caption it whatever you want. But the the in this. This, Old consoles is, never die. This is the thing that starts a war, like <laughs> where they see a picture of like a baby dragged in the street or something, and they're like, "How dare those?" Did you open the disc tray? No, <laughs> that would have been another. Like you open it, and it's the rarest Dreamcast game. <laughs> oh, evolution? No, it can't be. It. It can't be right. Fuck it. It'll Reboots that it. don't suck. I deserve answers. Um. <laughs> Reboots that don't I suck. Uh, I don't know if it counts. Well, there's in... the Star Trek. Yeah. Um, which one? Oh, yeah. The O9. Does that? I do, I am wonder. I do wonder where you stand on that. That's a. It's, it, it does is. Totally I'm not invested in the old. It sort of. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Is like because oh, yeah, they wanted not, to play it safe. Not it's a like reboot. it's technically not a reboot because it's just an alternate timeline. Yeah. But then every reboot's an alternate timeline. Well, if no. You think about it. it it is, but it Star Trek is weird in that it actually acknowledges yeah. that it is. Yeah. Otherwise, there's, like, a, there's a, an official from the old timeline. Well, yeah, yeah, they needed to make it very clear that it was a passing. Yeah. Of the like, and I kind of love that because they're like, yeah. look, the one thing we don't want is all these nerds yelling <laughs> at us. Just say, yeah, it's still there. We're never going to touch it again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's there. It's there. It never stopped. If like, literally all you do is have the one guy from the old series show up and go. Uh yeah, I'm still around, but I'm not. I'm not part of this story. Okay, cool. Then he's not dead. I'm available on Skype if you have questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I, I can't tell. Uh, I swore not to tell you, but I have a this bunch of, one. I will. I have a bunch of questions whether things count or not. Okay. Ocean's Eleven. 
What? Yeah, this oh. is like the flash round. Well, I guess you can imagine that the that Sammy Davis Jr. did a song and dance scene in that same universe. But I, I, that, I, I, for some reason, I thought the original one had watching? a sequel. I never saw it. Oh, the original or yeah. the, 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 uh, the I was a huge fan of the first one, but I caught a bit of, I think... The third one on television, like this is pretty fucking good. Well, the second one is the worst, and in the third oh, the one they base in the third one they basically apologize for the second one. Mm. Like they say, like yeah, one wasn't as fun. But uh, the I I liked Ocean Eleven's all, all right. It was it's very Soderberghy, like his cinematography especially, and then just mumbling dialogue and. And I love that Brad Pitt is eating in basically mm-hmm. every scene he's in. Yes, oh, he's yeah. eating something different, and they make they. They said that they intentionally have continuity errors. He is eating different things <laughs> in shot reverse shots. He's eating someone out like a champ. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating wish, out John Voight. I wish we had like a line of the show award. <laughs> if they're going to make another one of those, they need to wait. Like They got to do a fast before Carl Reiner you know, mm. can't even sit down <laughs> in a scene. <laughs> now Elliot Gould is the old yeah, guy. Yeah, but Soderbergh is retired from uh, directing. And then, yeah. I mean, the boring one is Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I was actually going to ask you Ultimate Spider-Man the show. The cartoons are probably I mean, every, technically all yeah. reboots of themselves. I, that's like, in, but the ultimate, and I'm like, why did I write down Ultimate Spider-Man? It's in the Ultimate line. Everything there is a well, reboot. Well, because there's like... Well, but the, it isn't the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, it's not even the Ultimate. It's more, oh, it's like, not. It's more like the cinematic universe, but mm. not really. It's and like, then there was the the 2000 Spectacular Spider-Man mm-hmm. cartoon. Yeah, which was also a reboot. Which, which was Rob Zombie as the Lizard. Yes. <laughs> but it was also... I'm the Lizard, yeah. I need to watch... That just got released on DVD. I need to watch that because I keep hearing it's the best Spider-Man cartoon ever made. The, the CG one? No, 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 no. That was simply Spider-Man. That was the CG 13-episode long MTV series. That's what I was okay, thinking. Flash spectacular... Round. Wait. Oh. Spectacular Spider-Man. That was a reboot that aired on... Uh, I forget what channel, but Sony produced it and then it's part of some dance around that Sony and Marvel did like Marvel got back the rights to make TV Spider-Man cartoons and then so the people making Spectacular which only got to have 26 episodes and they're like we really want to make another season they say they the, the director of the show just had to come out and tell fans like yeah it can never happen like Marvel doesn't want to make Sony's show again they'll just make another Spider-Man and so. flash round flash round <laughs> All right. because I had to get to this did you know Free Willy was rebooted in 2010 with what? the Escape what? from Pirates Co? Has what? anybody seen it? Can you confirm whether it sucks or not? No. We're moving on. Uh, <sighs> the Punisher movies. Yeah. There have been three, and they yeah. all take place in different universes. Yeah. Well, what, there was Dolph and There's Jane. There's Dolph and, then, and, and then Jane. The war zone. And then the guy who's still Wait, Punisher for the most part. But that was a sequel to Dolph. That was a sequel to Jane, wasn't it? I, I thought we, uh, we all had watched this. I've I, never seen it. I had wanted to watch it with you guys because there was that... Uh, How did this get Yeah, that the, the thoroughly defended the episode. Uh, the, the reboot. Anyway, we're moving on. Clash the Titans. Ugh. There were two movies in the Harryhausen series. Two movies and another one. Um, and then there's Clash and Wrath. I never saw the new ones. Blah, I wanted I'm going to guess they're... I'm going to guess they all... I'm going to guess they both have like three amazing shots of mm-hmm. like some crazy Kraken God thing. <laughs> and it's like, wow, that's cool. This movie's garbage. And then Activision uh, rebooted it with Crash of the Titans. Oh, boy. Yeah, did anybody see Evil Dead, the Evil Dead remake? I wish I had. Greg had no, said I good things. Yeah. No, everybody, well, that it's like one of the gr- like hardest R's they've ever seen. There are a lot of horror reboots. There are. I'm assuming that are going to be in the slash. Well, they're not. Because well, most of them aren't considered good compared to oh, yeah. horror fans don't consider them reboots that don't suck Rob Zombie's Friday the 13th yeah, well, nobody, nobody thinks Halloween is better Rob no. Zombie's Halloween yeah. 1 and 2 but are wait I have a, a I, yeah. no you go you Dawn go. of the Dead 
No, that wasn't mine. That, that was in the flash one. round. Is that a re- is that a reboot though? Yeah. It's telling the same story, but it's a reboot. It's with, a remake because a, re- a reboot generally it they lead like it should lead to, to a series, but it, it did. It there kinda, was a Day of the Dead movie, and, and uh, all of a sudden, after Dawn of the Dead, George Romero was allowed to start making movies again. Yeah, and did three times with of the Dead series. It's weird because he had he Diary of the Dead, and Land of the Dead. Now, yeah, the, like, the, other than Land of the Dead, I didn't see the other ones because they're apparently fucking terrible. Yeah, Land yeah. of the Dead was barely watchable. Is like, going with Dennis Hopper? Yep. Yes. Who I, directed Dawn of the Dead? Was it um, Zack Snyder? Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. What? His best film. I how does he... What? I just don't get how, like, that's good. I liked Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you then... How do you... Whatever. What, Sucker Punch? Hmm. You're talking about Sucker Man Punch? Man of Steel Punch. was a reboot. Sucker yeah, Punch is, is, is the real stinker. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe... It's bad. It's bad. Evangelion. Well, yeah. Though there's... There are some fan theories that End of Evangelion... Or the new Evangelion mm-hmm. is actually... Thousands year, thousands of years later, where time has restarted after End of Evangelion, I've read, I've read some deep th- fan theories My about word. it. And knowing Hideki Anno, I believe them. Still in the flash round, and this is a legitimate question. I'm sorry, I don't have an answer. Um, My Little Pony. Has uh, anybody seen Friendship Is I've Magic? I've watched a few episodes. Is it fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like it in the same it's a way. It doesn't suck. Yeah. I mean, I've said it. I've said this elsewhere, but like, it's like I. I think it's from some of the same people who did Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yeah, it is. And Powerpuff. Powerpuff and, like, Girls. I really liked Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cute and fun. Did, and you, then when I watched My Little Pony, it was like, yeah, I'm not going to sit and watch all of this, but I totally get why somebody will, would. Will you indulge me? And in I, I had, like, I've never, ever seen a second of the show. I've seen, I feel like I've lived several seasons in terms of internet memes and mm-hmm. recalibrated dialogue. There, like when when I had the old job and had an Ace Attorney filter on, there's somebody every day who is reinterpreting Ace Attorney with My Little Pony, and I just hit like I know the name. What was Ace's cutie bark? <laughs> uh, here's the theme song. Rainbow Dash. Never heard it before. My little pony, this I'm familiar with. My, my sister pony, loved this show. I watched a lot of it. This is for you. I'm sorry if you've heard this a billion times. Alright, we're that. that. Wasn't such good uh, so I've got a show that it's was fine. rebooted twice. What's that? Dennis the Menace. Oh, oh shit! Oh, well, was it rebooted? One. Just recast Wilson. They re- well, it was the black and white TV show, yes. then the cartoon. And then the movie and with the movie. Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. The cartoon with Nothing the makes Mark me... Landau and some brat. Uh, Nothing yeah. makes me feel like older... <laughs> then like then you should then I then the idea that I watched Dennis the Menace in black and white yeah in, yes. on like several several afternoons mm-hmm. that's, and it's like that's it's just it's this weird moment where you're like kids no, who grew I, up in the 70s 80s and even 90s by the end of the 90s not so much anymore but like through a lot of it it was like internet's still not a thing mm-hmm. cable's still not like just saturated everywhere and even if it is like there's still not a lot of channels that are like something a kid wants to watch. You got to kill time from. Three you got to kill. Yeah, you got to kill a bunch we of time. We against our will have a deep cultural connection to the 1950s. Yeah, and it's not our fault, yeah. and it's not our fucking fault. And also the Simpsons. When yeah, when yeah. again Simpsons was like the thing on TV. But because... then that's how TV was structured. They could make these broad references to three decades ago because yeah. they knew everybody had a foot in it. Yeah, and if you didn't, well, then you missed out. On and the I'm joke. not just saying it's a good thing that no, I, I'm not either. But I, I'm just like it is weird that I would watch like. 
Yeah, I did watch Lassie and Dennis the Menace in black and white, and it's mm-hmm. just such a weird idea. Well, and, says, and, it, and it wasn't as like, it's a retro channel. It's like, no, this is just on Nickelodeon like, just a channel. It was Nickelodeon's programming budget. They just didn't have one. So like, that was just, a, that was, They got Lassie, ugh. Dennis the Menace, and then Canadian television. And that's all they had. And also also Japanese animation like that was terribly dubbed, which was my introduction to it. But like, yeah, the, the Dennis the Menace... Uh, you guys said some blonde kid. Uh, it was the actor who was also in Rushmore as the blonde kid. He was Dennis. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. What was he? I'm going to uh, look. I'm going to look this up. I feel very certain of this. So, uh, so then you got to throw Casper Mr. in there. Um, yeah, I guess so. Guess uh, Casper's in there. With Macaulay Culkin's Richie Rich. They made a franchise mm-hmm. out of it. Casper was in another movie with Hilary Duff where she meets Wendy the Witch. Another Harvey classic. Kids, <laughs> I'm so. Hello? Is this thing on, kids? <laughs> Harvey uh, Comics? And baby Huey, anyone? Mm. Heathcliff. <laughs> Heathcliff. <laughs> Just one quick uh, jump back to Dennis the Menace. Please. Like, not the actual theme itself, but the final, uh, like, uh, coming back from commercial, like, tile card, like, two-second jingle fills me with dread because I knew at that point every day, <laughs> like, for, like, like third through fifth grade, yeah. every morning when I heard that final tile card, it was like, all right, now I got to go to the bus stop. <laughs> School stuff like like so it was this right. Dennis the Menace is coming up after this show on no. Nickelodeon. That's that. Well, that's uh, I don't know what that theme is. Like I mean, it sounds it's like a the Nickelodeon old one. bumper. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. But see the, well, the tile card is da 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 da. Oh, that one for the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I got that one. Yeah. Yeah. See, told you, Mason Gamble played. Oh, see? Yep. That, I'm like, oh, man, yeah. It's time for school. A, you'd get a freeze frame right then, like, oh, no. We'll be back in a flash. Uh, wow. Do you guys remember this weird when, like, for some reason, Dennis the Menace was the mascot of Dairy Queen? Yes. Yeah, for, for a long for a time. Long like, time. For, yeah. for longer than Slimer was the mascot of Ecto Cooler. Uh, I after, just remember, no. like, in, like, the year 2000 or yeah. something, like, getting a blizzard and looking yes. down as, like, a college student and be like, I'm a bitch. I'm a fucking Dennis and Menace. I am, I am a pop culture expert. <laughs> his fucking white dog was on every one of those yeah. things, and I don't know his name. Wilson. Stop it. Wilbur. Stop it. Wilbur. But, uh, they oh, never reboot Mr. Ed? Um, they, <laughs> they tried with ODB. They sent us the ODB dialogue of him as Mr. Ed. But I don't think they ever actually did. I loved Mr. Ed. But, uh, they kind of did with Hot they, Shot. No, yes. See, Mason Gamble, he played Dennis in the 94 film. All right, all right. And he also was in Rushmore, and he was in Groundhog Day. That was his first film. He was casting Groundhog Day by Harold Ramis at the age of six. Excuse me. It's because Brett demanded it. Don't worry about him. That guy's dumber than the bag of hammers. It's old EB is Mr. Ed Reboot. Seriously, though. Lawman, what are we going to do about Dakota? (laughs) Oh, dear. One more. Nothing. That's the worst plan I ever heard. Dude, I read the emails. <laughs> Wilbur. God, no, keep These going. These things got published. They put Viagra out of business. <laughs> yeah, and how do you know you can trust her? <sighs> You're the boss, Wilbur. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, Wonderful. Man. Why did they... Why? Ever, so I feel bad what? listening because, like... Yeah, he, he had a lot of problems. You know I what happens? Like we're now. laughing at his problems. When's, when's April Fools? Like we, can, with that, this is a. Uh, it's only, it's only two minutes long. I just love that a horse read emails. Yes, <laughs> this is two minutes long. I think we can create our own series of podcast exclusive Mr. Ed reboot episodes <laughs> featuring just right ODB. dialogue around that. Right dialogue around it. <laughs> it's the same way you can get Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, to prank call people. Well, what uh, you'd say like. 
Well, that's fine. Well, it's end of flash round. Oh, no, f- all right. Hey, what about uh, speaking of horror ones? Um, uh, I would Freddy's what new nightmare. Answers? Does that suck? I love new nightmare. All right. Well, well love's that, a strong word. It was, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a reboot. It, like it, it acknowledges all the previous movies, but says like mm-hmm. we're, I mean, it we're takes place in the take, real world. Yeah, so we're it like yeah, those were movies that everybody knows, but it was mm-hmm. okay. It's yeah. not a Jack. It's not the Jack or all Haley one, which is just a, yeah. a which reboot, it's again one that everybody considers sucks. I don't. Well, there's terrible. Yeah. There were there were certain things about it I liked. There's not. I think, I think Jack or Haley is good. Maybe right? somebody said that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Oh, I did go see that. The new, I think there was another remake. Oh, with Jessica Biel in it? I don't remember. There was like a 2005 or 3. 3, yeah, 3. I did go see that. Henry, the one I'm... I should have saved this for the flash round. Okay. Um, Because this is from the source, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm -hmm. They consider the original KTMA season as either a 40-minute pilot (laughs) or that the show, when it came over to Comedy Channel slash Comedy Central... As we know it, as a reboot of their original KTMA show. The show originated yeah. on a Minneapolis UHF station called KTMA. It was completely different, super low budget. They improvised the lines that when they watched the movie instead of yeah. writing them in advance. And they even and, and to f- further establish it as a reboot, they redid a bunch of the movies in the. Well, yeah, in it was basically just the pra- KTMA ended up being the practice round. Yeah, that's what KTMA well, was. Well, this like, is someone at Best Brains had called it a reboot. And the only proof I have is the is the line from the original theme song. There you go. There, That's, uh, yeah. That is the only time that that line has been different. When it's in I season hear, zero. Well, when I hear they shot him into space, I always want to say, let me down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. New Coke. New Coke. New Coke. <laughs> I think that, I'm gonna, yeah, totally counts. Didn't didn't spawn a series of di- new <laughs> Diet Coke. I guess it did suck, though. I, I don't even remember. I, I don't remember. I feel like mm-hmm. there have been a couple of reboots, let's say, that we've all been familiar with that got undeserved hate. I don't remember what New Coke tasted like. Yeah, I don't remember. To Coke say too. that it sucked. That's what New Coke came became. Yeah, it, it tasted like Pepsi. Yeah, like, that was. I think it that didn't was have it. that aftertaste that Coke has. That's kind of its trick. But and here's the one. I'm, always a Pepsi kid, I'm surprised so. you didn't get. And it, I think it does count as a reboot. It has been rebooted several times. My brain um, is like fuzzy today. Now then, tell me, what did Migs say to you? Multiple Migs in the next stop. He hissed at you. What did he say? He said, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that was, it was originally Manhunter. In film version, that was first Manhunter, and then followed that up with Science of the Lambs, and then they and just rebooted it the with the show. The reason why I think it qualifies Hannibal. as a reboot, it was originally Brian Cox, William Stryker, who did appear in mm. the future past. He yeah. was Hannibal Lecter in the first movie, is that this did reboot into a new series of... Uh, Anthony Hopkins is Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. I believe he won the. He still holds the record for the shortest amount of screen time to win an Oscar, sixteen mm. minutes for a Best Actor Oscar. Best Act- oh, Actor Oscar. Oscar. Excuse me. Best uh, Oscar Oscar. And um, we, then uh, he based he based the accent on Catherine Hepburn, and now every time I hear it, I'm like, <laughs> this is terrible. I cannot stand wow. this Hannibal Lecter. That ruins it for me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I, you're right. Is totally Catherine Hepburn. And but, the uh, reboot, Hannibal the show. I'm not. 
I don't want to gush over it too long, but you should really fucking check that out. It's free on Amazon Prime. It's it is excellent. When it's and it's th- this is how good it is. It's almost canceled every year. So it, that's it wasn't, how good it, it is. It wasn't canceled. Finally, it is excellent. It is it is a reboot. Like actually, Tyler and Ann, we watched the scene of Red Dragon where Hannibal and Will have the confrontation in the first scene. Red Dragon's like, what is that, the prequel? That was the first book. For, yeah. It's a prequel to... A prequel it of the reboot. It was like the, the third movie or something. But it's right? a prequel to the reboot. Well, it's Red a remake Dragon, of, of uh, Manhunter. Yeah, Red Dragon and Manhunter are the same. Thing. Well, it's a remake, a prequel, and a reboot yes, all in one? Yes, it wins the award for being everything. And But the Hannibal show is a reboot of like the original story, and it's, it's really good. It's the bloodiest thing I've seen on network television. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of really weird visual chances. Well, it's oh, like, and then things like Nikita. Yeah, that yeah. totally counts. And that's a that's a good Elston show. Elston with the wind. Do you remember you, you remember these sexy USA ads for La Femme Nikita, the TV? That in the middle TV show they had... It's been rebooted twice. But yeah. Before I went to... That's it. I'm through. I'm up on Ross soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. On the WWE Network. They're only up to 1994 right now, but... Hey, soon we'll be getting the silk stockings in La Femme Nikita oh, territory. Oh, wow, boy. That, that, is, that is the heyday remember of USA. It's when, yeah. when WWE finally realized, like, okay... 13-year-old boys are watching this show. Let's give them something to masturbate to after watching wrestling. Remember yeah, when stockings. all the when the wrestlers would be on the show? Like, uh, I remember the one where Sable was a prison inmate on that uh, on the Bike Cops show. Uh, Pacific Blue. Pacific Blue, yeah. Starring uh, AC Slater, whatever mm-hmm. his real name is. Mario Lopez. Yeah. We all get a prize. Um, Him and his dimples. Don't suck. Test and you both Rebus don't suck. I deserve it! And it's only... I just said Hannibal... Hank, I'm looking at you, buddy. Uh, what about the who other plays Hannibal? Oh, Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Oh. Casino Royale plays Hannibal. <laughs> I don't. I never understood all these elaborate tortures. It's the simplest thing to cause more pain than a man can possibly enjoy. That is such a fucking cool scene. Yeah. The, and, and I don't... Fuck, I wish I could pronounce that actor's name. He's Hannibal. <laughs> so if you have any reservation, the, the fucking villain in Casino Royale is now Hannibal Lecter, and it's a billion times better than well, the Hopkins. You know what I... Okay, Casino Royale is, like, such a meta movie. Like, or it's very self-aware. The most self-aware Bond film in a smart way they ever had. Like, it's not like... That, uh, the awful Roger Moore ones have been just like winking to the camera like eh, we all know this is stupid yeah. I, I like, heard a bunch of nasty shit about Skyfall I thought Skyfall was gorgeous I and yeah. I don't really like Bond films well Sam Mendes's films whether they're good or not mm-hmm. like have the best cinematography in I wasn't just film. describing the look of it I think it just well, you say so gorgeous, fucking like, well done yeah well okay but Casino Royale had scenes like that where mm-hmm. the villain was like and why do people do all these theatrical yeah, people- tortures? I can just like strip you naked and kick you in the balls, and then you'll say uh, what I want you to say. In all the movies you've gone through with him tied to a fucking submarine with mm-hmm. sharks shooting laser beams, he's like, you're going to no, sit in a chair without a bottom with it, and I'm going to hit you in the nuts with a giant <laughs> rope. And it's excruciating to watch. And that's all I'm going to do to you. Or same with, like, he says a funny, he says a clever line that James Bond would normally say, and then he follows that up with, like, that was pretty clever, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or also, like, he... You know, they say, well, you want the shaking? He's like, do I look like I care? Yeah, it doesn't matter. That was great. Shaking or stir. Shut up. <laughs> and that the Bond villain of the movie gets, like, killed two-thirds of the way through. Like, he just gets shot in the back. And then it's just, like, guys who are the main villain in the, and in the, the film. Then a building sinks. And then they, yeah, uh, that film lasts about 20 minutes too long. Yeah, but, And uh, um, we're almost done here. But given... Given our involvement in the recent uh, Laser Time hate pack movie commentaries, where you can find other commentaries on uh, 
lasertime.bandcamp.com. Mm. I am very surprised you guys didn't get this one. Yeah, Planet of the Apes. I was leaving the light. Take your stinking bar off me, you damn 38! Oh, makes me they so hold happy. The, they hold that just makes long enough so for us all happy. to groan in the audience when he said that. <laughs> and we all were like, uh, it, it whoa! Was, it was a thing where our groans almost stepped on yeah. the reveal, and it seemed like it was intentional, right? When you think, like, yeah, great. they, Holy shit. Holy shit! That movie yeah, is that was... so good. It still holds up. I know it's only been three or four years. Though Malfoy needs to work on his American accent, I gotta say. Is that... Is that God, we, just saw that, we just saw that movie, Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bell. It's about a, Is that a Disney illegitimate daughter. It was black in the old prim and proper uh, London, or not London, but just like high society. But then has to be shunned. She's like, mm. it was good. But Malfoy's in it, playing a shithead again, mm-hmm. and it's just like, man, you're gonna get typecast mm-hmm. as a racist kid. <laughs> yeah. Like he is a racist, sexist, like. <laughs> I mean, well, I want to write a pilot now with him and Joffrey from Game of Thrones. It's literally a, him walking up to this gay couple, yes. like yeah. walking up to this this black gay girl, cops. a black this the main the main actress, this, and and just in his best Mal- Malfoy, like, what's your kind doing here? <laughs> How dare you come My to this blood. party? I'll do whatever I want with you. <laughs> and it's like, well, you are the worst. I feel that same way for the. It's uh, a madhouse. For, it's a madhouse. I feel that He's same way for for Walton Goggins that he. <laughs> Walt Goggins, Walt Goggins is an amazing actor. He's fucking great. He's so good, but he always is like Shane from well, the Shield. Yeah, Shane from the uh, Shield. He's yeah. fantastic. And he's just like, oh, you're you have you have a white trash face, yeah. and you're very <laughs> and, and you're very good at southern accents. Yeah. The only parts we have for you are ra- is the racist, either uh. current racist or racist in flashbacks. That was basically like that was what he played in Lincoln, though he was the more cowardly one. who was just like, look, I don't like blacks either, but. I, I don't want to get voted he out. You can play a southern, non-racist cop in House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> okay. Your Devil's Rejects, I can't remember. Whatever the point is, these have been reboots that don't suck. And then uh, Sleepy and Hollow, I hear, is a decent show. Oh, no. Well, I heard, <laughs> I heard I that, and then, like, I don't know. Sometimes, you, ever, you know when shows have, like, a really good pilot? Yeah. And then they kind of run into... That's, that, that, that's probably... Everybody it. talked about it. Critics talked about it for a second, and no one is mentioning a word, hmm. and I think it's about to be canceled. Well, that's not like... Well, that didn't end with S.H.I.E.L.D., so... Mm-hmm. Good thing. I love the shield, but I love reboots no, that don't suck. No, Marvel's um, Agents of Shield. Ah, uh, but you can tell us your uh, choices for reboots that don't suck. I know we didn't hit them all, and you can do that mm-hmm. at lasertimepodcast.com where you can find this show and many other shows kind of like it with different genres. Like Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast. I was waiting for you to just throw it to me. Cape Crisis, the comic book <laughs> podcast that I host where we talk about comic books every week with the with the guys who are on this show and uh, probably going to have a more longer discussion of x-men on that episode maybe Probably. we'll see so that's my piece uh the podcast we talk about dx men yeah. <laughs> um, but we've uh, had a, a a new episode almost every week for me so i love uh, what you've done with yeah. the new episodes that is so much fun easily you don't adjustable. even yeah the, the, you're up in a wrestling and since what's happening in wrestling right now is a little bit boring it's we're all, just incorporating more re- weird random crap i've found on WWE. all you have Network. to do is have grown up uh somewhere around the early 90s yes. and have watched movies from that point beautiful Ralston. Uh VGEmpire.com game, game music podcast. We did an X-Men episode recently and right. also did a Godzilla episode recently. So uh, game music, everybody. It's nice music in those Godzilla games. And they're all terrible. I checked them out. Yeah. They're all bad. Except Destroy All Monsters. Mm. That's the closest you get. Which I couldn't find. Could not find. 
It's fun. And uh, also another podcast. Video right? Game Apocalypse. This week, we'll, uh, I think we'll be talking, we're going to get this Cardi started. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Ah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that's um, my line? No. Uh, wait, it's, it's the Laser Time Block Cardi. Ah, I see. So you can't take full credit. I wrote an article for Radar several years ago that was a fake Nintendo press conference with Reggie uh, doing a bunch of puns. It's like sometimes I, I forget. That? Let's he, get this Cardi started. I forget. Donkey that he, Kong's the new king of the fungal. I forget that he never <laughs> said, let's get this Cardi started. And I hear it in my head yeah. with all of his cadence and yeah. bluster. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Let's get, get this Cardi started. started. It makes me sad that <laughs> now if it's always going to be a Nintendo Direct of E3 and not a press conference. They'll be hosted by Iwata. And, and Reggie won't be saying that stuff anymore. More. Oh well, <laughs> capturing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I've been laser time. Go to lasertimepodcast.com. Tell us your reboots that don't suck. You can find out ways to support us there. We really appreciate all your help. Tell a friend. Like us on Facebook uh, or follow us on Twitter at Laser Time Show. We have a YouTube network which should have more videos up this week at, uh, called Laser Time uh, YouTube.com/slash/LaserTimeNetwork. We'll be streaming almost every day at, on Twitch TV/slash/LaserTime. Check us out there. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, here's Tom Hanks rapping about dragons. You're a dangerous mob, and it is our job to bust you all for being violent. While we are here, let's state it clear. You have the right to remain silent. Well, excuse me, comma, Mr. Crime Song, what is wrong with what you're doing? We just like to dance in our goldskin pants around this ancient ruin. Inform you and my pleasure to warn you. We'll provide one for you. Huh.